What is up, guys? What's Chris up? Paul are here jamming out. What's up, man? How are you? Beautiful. How you doing? Good, brother. We got another awesome guest here today. Oh, my right? God. We've been waiting for this one for a while. Talked about Teasing it. it. Just talking to everybody about it, right? This is like our the, like the original Three Amigos. This I think is, so. Or Three Stooges, you can call it. Yeah, or Three Stooges. <laughs> three Stooges. So, Lamb, what's up, man? How are you? I'm doing good, man. Good to be on the show. Finally, I've been listening to you guys for a while. Finally, get on. Yeah, get on. All the ridiculous crap we talk about. Yeah. You're like, you want a piece of this? <laughs> Wait, did you make him sign the waiver before he got on? <laughs> yeah, the wa- yeah, the waiver. Don't. <laughs> yeah, dude, the release waiver. It's just don't give away it's the like, names of the uh, guilty it's like, parties. That's it. We're here to protect the guilty ones. Uh, no, no real names. Anything you you say can and will be used for marketing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right, dude. Just so you know. Everything, everything we're gonna use is gonna be our, become our property, right? What is that? It becomes property of all. What is it? All um, all, everything you say, yeah. all the uh, any creation, any knowledge. It's like you know, intellectual property. Yeah, perpet- intellectual perpetuation of the future. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't matter. You're on your you're on your food truck one day, ten years from now. Oh, we like that. All right, we're gonna use that. Like, what do you guys do? They're like, I can't even say that. I gotta pay someone if I do. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I love it so. Yeah, you want to start off with this mead? See what's up? Yeah, let's check it out. We got uh, homemade mead, which is like, um, what's just... Well, tell, us, uh, tell us about it, man. So it's this one is... Uh, up, right? I shouldn't blow up. Uh, it should be all right. This one is a uh, cherry and passion fruit mead. Okay. Just went to the store. Stop. I, I, I always go to that. Oh, Super G yeah. has this table that's like stuff that's rotting and about to die. And I'd always buy stuff off that table. <laughs> I'm about to drink this. <laughs> no, no, it's perfect because you don't. You that don't starts gotta, the alcohol it's, process. It starts juicing itself, the pre-fermentation. Oh, yeah. You know, oh, it's got that. Nat- you say like the natural yeasts and f- stuff like that. Yeah. The blooming. This looks like smells juice, good, dude. It, it smells. Like- it smells like almost like sangria. Yeah, like wine. Yeah. Oh, down the hatch, man. Dude, there's a whole process now when I was making this. The first time it fermented, it had to blow up, covered my kitchen. Everything Did was it sticky. really? Everything was sticky. Dude, it's pretty good. For a first time meat, this is awesome. It's sweet. It's got some like... Oh, so we'll be tripping later or what? Yeah, like what's, what else is in this, dude? Like what kind of plants did you put in this? Uh, fungus, not, like that? Nothing crazy with the first time. You know, I didn't want to go too hard on it. Well, what do you do? You, you, it is honey, right? So it's honey. It's a, a blend of three local honeys that I found. Cool. Yeah. Ended up being like 15 pounds of honey to like five gallons of mead. Okay. 15 pounds of honey. What yeah. does that look like? That's a lot. Dude, in terms of PlayStation controllers, how many by volume is it? Dude, <laughs> at least 20, dude. Like, <laughs> do you still have, do you, does it have to be filtered or unfiltered? So this is, a, I filtered out the majority of it. I didn't do a second racking where you like let it settle and take off the top. So the bottom of the bottle, there's still like maybe a quarter inch of stuff in there, but it's pretty, it's pretty clear. So it's just honey, water, honey, um, water, and, fruit. Some, and any fruit you want macerated up. You can use any kind of yeast, but brewer's yeast makes the flavor a little bit more mellow. So I want to like bread. Yeah. Like like if, a, if you, if you use like a bread yeast, it gets like really hard and like the alcohol contents jumps up really quick. So it doesn't develop any flavor. Because uh, your, your fermentation goes from like a three-week fermentation dropping down to like a four-day fermentation. But it's strong as hell. Yeah. So wh- how strong is this? This, uh, I, I did the barometer. It was sitting around seven and a half to eight percent. 
and that was pre-honey fermentation. Honey takes an extra six months or so to ferment out. Oh, wow. So this is like a like an IPA. Yeah. Dude, nice. Cool. Sweet. Dude, it's good. This is like a cordial, something you have after dinner, right? That yeah, but it's not right. like as, it's not as harsh. Right, yeah. sure. Yeah, it's not, yeah, I get you. Yeah, it's not, not like Jaeger. You know? Yeah, like you don't need to mix this with anything. Yeah, this no, is but beautiful. It's definitely a sipping kind of thing, though. Yeah. 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 You don't want to chug this. You're probably like. No, I, I did that at the convention a couple weeks ago. It, was, <laughs> <laughs> it hit hard. Oh, in Atlanta? Yeah. <laughs> like, hey, oh, that's pretty cool, man. What convention was it? Uh, it was Anime Weekend Atlanta. So oh, every, okay, cool. every year it's Halloween weekend. They do a whole thing. Flood the hotel room with people in costumes. Right. I went dressed up as a chef Snorlax. I made a giant chef outfit. Nice. Mascot Snorlax costume. Dude, hell yeah, dude. I like that. Atlanta's a weird fucking city. Dude, because I don't know? think you would ever appreciate how big uh, it is. Oh, it's, dude. Yeah. It's big, and it's just one of those cities that if you're not planning on doing something, you sh just shouldn't go there because you yeah. just get lost. Dude, it's, is it, don't they have like seven lane roads heading home yeah. in the same direction that are backed up? Paul, I swear to <laughs> God, I think it was like I think it was like a ten lane highway. Yeah, yeah and and the middle lane moves. Depending, yeah. depending on the traffic, the entire meeting will move yeah, over. Dude, back. stress, dude. That seems like some fifth element like driving, we, dude. We went there. We went to a baseball game, um, a concert. We had like all this stuff in one weekend, and I, I couldn't believe how far like you're traveling around to all the different areas of the city where it's like oh, almost as big. It seemed like. Almost right. as big as New York, where you're like, you can't even see intense. the buildings. Well, aren't you like recessed further down below street level on these major roads? Are these so. major highways have these huge yeah. walls, like, like essentially like yes. funneling you? Yeah. It feels like. So, like, if you know how when you do like 77 here, yeah. you're going around the city. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You feel like, I don't know, like you get like a bird's eye view of everything. Yeah, so yes. They have, they have like this one road where you're, it's a 10 lane highway and you're driving through and it gets like very confusing because all of a sudden, like, aren't I supposed to go right there? Like I see the stadium. Right. But you go another like 10 minutes. It was, it's like just, bullshit. I'm sure if you're from there, it's cool. And the worst is like, you're doing a GPS and they're telling you stuff like four lanes from the left. It's like yes. seven lanes. <laughs> you're like counting. Yeah. Right. Stay in wait, six lanes. Wait, three, yeah. two. Yeah, and then the whole time you're like, "There's only six. What do you mean? Like this is it says seven lanes on a map. It's like one lane gets added on right at the end, right before the exit yeah. pops up." That's intense. You get any good food down there while you're at the con? Because I I know the, a lot of this hotel con food, man. They're like just like throwing some. <laughs> it's you know, it's one of those like it's like you. the best time and the worst time to get food down there because all the big names are really trying to like get their stuff out there for a lot of people to try out because they're like it's a lot of people in town but then they're right. also like trying to make money so everything's like double the price oh yeah i see it's like the nine dollar hot dog ketchup or mustard yeah 32 dollar <laughs> freaking pretzel with pokeballs pokeballs yeah that kind of stuff right like 18 dollar rice bowls and stuff it was crazy that's that's dude no good that's why no i'm like at least let me get a soda along with this man come on dude right <laughs> Man, dude, it's good to have and, you, dude. I'm excited to talk it, about this. And, and the weird thing, too, is Atlanta, for some reason, will always plan stuff so close together. Like, last year, during the con, was also during the uh, World Series. 
Oh, and, and it was the Braves were winning that year, so they were in the stadium right next to the convention center. Dude, really? Yeah. That must have been a disaster. Like stressful. The the last day you saw kind of a shift of like people in costumes hanging out to like just baseball fans. Yeah. Wow. At least it wasn't at the same time, right? No, it was. The, same time, the, really? world, the last game of the World Series was the Sunday of the convention. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I love it. The city planner is like, this is great. Like, it's like certain places are built where you can pull that off. Like Philly, yeah. I've seen Bruce shows where they had like uh, baseball playoffs going on. And it like the, the way that their stadium arrangement is, was well, all the same lot. So like in the northeast corner is like the baseball stadium. Right. And like the northwest corner is the football stadium and then like the spectrum center right. or whatever. So you can, you can like, they could fill the parking lot for the baseball stadium, fill the parking lot for the basketball arena and not really have any like problem with that. Right. But um, it was just, I only, I'll always remember it because we were driving home from the Bruce show. And all of a sudden, you just you start seeing like a bunch of fireworks going off left and right. It's like, whoa, what the fuck? <laughs> Is this place under attack? And you, then we turned on the radio to realize that uh, I don't know, somebody had a walk-off hit or whatever it was. But some places could pull it off. Dude, hell yeah. I don't know about here. No. Right? No. Yeah, I don't know about uh, that. I used to live by the stadium in uptown Charlotte. It's like Sunday. You're not doing anything. Football no. game's going on. You can't even no. leave the apartment. It's atrocious up there during yeah. the football games. Definitely. Because we have it because of the oh, like concerts and stuff. Yeah, it's true. I mean, the Warner Stadium. Like, right? The Warner Supply. No, it's from across the street from my work. Oh, yeah. You literally look That's into the all stadium. shut down. So you have to go all the way back up on go Church off. Street to come back through. It's so... Anyway. The worst yeah. fighting for parking. Yes. It's like game day where they're like, you gotta pay fifty dollars to park. It's like I'm not paying fifty dollars to go to work. Like I'll stay home. <laughs> Dude, I love it. So we gotta we gotta say, I mean, we had we Paul and I did a bunch of podcasts, right, that we never released because uh they were improperly recorded. Well, it's not right. even just that. Like we were doing like three and a half hour shows. Yeah, use like that, use error, like this is yeah. sound muffled, three hours of talking, right? Learning how to get it done. Right. And right. then we met with uh BT. Big and, shout out Brandon. Hell yeah, brother. Yeah, he gave us some great advice. But yep. <clears throat> so we've talked about you quite a bit. And you some of, don't let us down. Some <laughs> of your some of your legendary one liners that like are, are the all time greatest. Dude, you need it, absolutely. Like, like Lamb's the inventor of the, you're never in the weeds if you don't, you don't care. Lamb, <laughs> <laughs> tell us still, about that, dude. Still the best. Tell us about that. Like, what? Like, I know that came, that was like the, you had to learn that. That's just not a saying you came up with because it was funny. It was, I live this life of struggling in kitchens and stress <laughs> and like just the world crushing you. What drove you to think like that, Right. It was just years of like every job that I've ever been into, like gone into. Right. Within a week or two, I'm like running the line or managing some kind of crew, and it's I, I always felt this disconnect. It's like, why am I doing this? Because I okay. always feel behind because I'm doing this. And then one day, it just kind of like it clicked, and I'm just like, you know what? I do this to myself. I'm only in this position because I care. 
And this is after. <laughs> after. <laughs> Dude, they, didn't, they didn't teach you that in Johnson and Wales. No, right? no. Like, you thought this was going to be magic. Man, this is great. Oh, uh, you know, culinary grad, like, you know, graduated JMU. He's like, man, this is great. This is going to be exciting. Can't wait to get out to the restaurant, you know, industry. And then they're like, they passed you the rifle and the guy behind you, they passed him the bullets. And they're like, go. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, that's what, like, go. Like it's that like, Stalin movie. Uh, the Enemy at the Gates. Yes. That was great. They definitely didn't hold back. I got a taste of it during the internship, my second year at Johnson Wells. Okay. Uh, maybe people in Charlotte are familiar with uh, Sabor. I yeah, was okay. a part of the very first location that opened up. Pretty awesome. Before, dude. like, That's the, awesome. like while they were developing the menus on the salsa bar and everything. Nice. So, I went nice. and started my internship. Two weeks into my internship, was opening and closing and partially managing the first abor. Which really? is insane. Dude, I like that, man. That's nuts. Dude, Which this, is this? Just mixed the two. Yeah. So you guys know behind the scenes, little behind the scenes right now, we're mixing noble oak. Uh, double oak bourbon. This one is uh, Asian sh uh, sherry, sherry oak staves in the barrels. We're mixing it with lamb's uh, special fermented mead. It's tremendous. You know, give it. Oh, do you think it's like a cherry? I guess depending how much you mix, right? Like, just it could be a little, a lot. We'll we'll take pictures and throw it up on our Instagram, dude. Anyone who shot it and wants some mead, you know. Exactly. <laughs> That's yeah. nice. Like, tremendous. We've had the, we've had this noble oak before. We've talked about it. Yeah. Like we really enjoyed it straight around the rocks, you know, neat around the rocks. But adding that, essentially, we just made a whiskey cocktail, right? It's like a really strong, good. Um, I I almost feel like I'm drinking an old fashioned. Yes. Because yeah. of the sweetness, yeah, of the fruit, like instead of a cherry and the sugar, it's like you're getting the mead, the fruit that you use in Dude, there. That's well, it's because it's cherry and passion fruit, so you're still hitting the same notes. So yeah. Cherry, passion fruit, yeah. mead, with honey, done with the dudes. Yeah. Nice, man. We're on the All right, dude. Uh, let's, let's, let's get those lips see, loose before I start talking right now. Tell us how true, it is. True to the chef fashion, I did not write down the recipe, so I got two bottles no, no. left. <laughs> I got two bottles left, and that's it. <laughs> dude, so you helped out with Sabor, right? Yeah, so you got beat up a little bit, or was it like easy? <laughs> How, were you walking to work? Were you? Were I was. You? So I was walk walking to work because at this point I still have never really figured out a bus schedule growing up in the U.S. Right. So this would be my first time riding a bus. So for the first week of working right. there, I so just you guys know Lance Vietnamese. Yeah. Right. So I just walked to work. So it's like three miles there, three miles back, and I get off at like one in the morning. So I'm walking three Jeez. miles home at like one Did in the you morning. Did Midwood? Yeah, <laughs> and, I, and, I, and I'm walking there at like nine in the morning because they open at like ten. Give and us I, like an hour, okay? Yeah, so my shift's like ten a.m. I get like an hour break in the afternoon when it's just dead and they don't want to pay me because you know like, right. they're, trying, you they're trying to save money. Right like get get off the clock. What are you doing? Get off the clock. Yeah. Right, get, get off, off the, the clock. clock. Pay pay for half of your. You guys <laughs> out there listening, one hundred percent, you know what we're talking about. And, and the whole time, it's like, at this point, I know no Spanish. I know, like, the ingredients, and that was not it. Right. And the two guys that are working with me knew no English. Why is he always saying pig? <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, all right. So that was, uh, like, what happened after your internship? I know. I'm trying to figure. So we, I met you at, uh, what do you want to say, the place that shall not be named that we're going for? So it's called uh, Crown Town. Crown Town, yeah, we met at Crown Town yeah. Catering, right? <laughs> <laughs> we, uh, we met at Crown Town Catering so, for the first time. So I graduated in 2015. I instantly got pulled into there by a friend. 
So I, I had no idea what I was, I was walking into. And okay. I walked into the midst of their like holiday menu, firing 20, 30 turkeys every day. Like for, day like, off? Yeah, yeah. To pull up yeah. Still frozen. I walked in Christ. just getting yelled at by the chef for like a week, Didn't even know a week and a half. Didn't even know who I was. <laughs> this was the big, I was just slinging stuff out, right? This was the big O? <laughs> was this no. the... Oh, no. Way before him. Okay. This is this is the chef that uh, set off the fire alarm during the ceremony of a wedding because he was trying to fry chicken. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> and does Javier know this guy? Uh, like, is that like? Because I, I know Javier was there for a while. I, I, I think this guy came on around the time Javier left the first time. The first time, okay. And so he was there the first time. Yeah, he left. Yeah. Uh, back. Famous last words: "I'll never go back to my place. Never. I leave." I'm fuck this place. I'm never coming back here. Two and a half years later, what's up? <laughs> dude, I'm back, dude. So, so I come in, I'm working on it, this guy, helping him fire advanced skin stuff going. And it was like right after the holiday season ends, I come in the next shift and they make an announcement that they had just fired him, right? And at this point, I'm like, <laughs> do I still work here? Because he hired me. So like, and I've only been here a week and a half. Right. And they're like, yeah, you're fine. We're going to move kitchens. You're still on staff. Okay. The guy who actually recommended me in he didn't make the move, and the other friend that started at the same time. So it was three of us. We were all living together, and we all started at the same time. When they made the move to their new kitchen in Uptown, they brought me, and they dropped the other two. And I'm like, I felt bad, because I'm like, they're the ones who got me in. Right. Wow. Okay. And then we get into this new spot where just kind of like skeleton crew in it. There was four of us running the entire, like, all the events, all the caterings and stuff. Right. And then me being an idiot, I got back in inline skating and kind of just wrecked myself on a manhole cover, like destroyed my kneecap. <laughs> worked out. I finished working out. <laughs> I finished working out a holiday season one year, and then it was like the first day we slowed down. It was International Pancake Day. Right. And we we're like, all right, cool. Let's. We have a meeting in the afternoon. We finish the morning. Let's clock out. Go get pancakes. I ended up walking to the IHOP. I tripped in front of the IHOP. Went to catch myself. I just severed the tendons in my right leg. Went down. Down your knee, right? Yeah. Jesus. So, like, I lost the ability to move my leg forward for six months. Oh, my God. And I was, like, coming back from that was when I first met Javier. That was before you started. Right. And they literally introduced Javier. It's like, hey, man, you got this Asian dude that's coming back. He's kind of crippled. And that's all they told him. Javier's <laughs> favorite, dude. He's like, excellent. <laughs> that's one way of describing it. He's kind of crippled. <laughs> Was it mentally or physically? Like, or did you play it off as both? Like, if I played off as both, then they can't be both. Did I walk? I, I came in limping, and I was really slow that first shift. To see what happened. <laughs> Let me set this tone right now, so I can be like, all right, I can't get mad at me. <laughs> all right, so like they came in, you started working over there, and I think um, that's when I I joined you guys for a little bit, right? Yeah. And I was yeah. Just, like talking to you, like we're feeling this out. I think that's when Lamb and I became friends. Or who, like, just so I could understand. You're not yet in this picture. No, 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 no. I know that. But like, is is she? You know, the one who works. Is she there? No. Um, the mean old lady. No. Yeah. No. Because she's been there since I started yeah. way back. Was she yeah. always this mean, or did I just get the bad? I think it was very specific. Like she only had like. Four friends, maybe. Because I was, if you weren't directly involved with doing work with her, then you were out of that target. Got it. Because you told me out. that that she she like ran everybody out and then got her whole family in there. Yeah, right. so it's a vicious cycle. So initially, when I first started, they they kept sending people to help her, 
and she would just be like, no, get, go to the cold tower. No, go to like, and I was the first person who came in and she was like, all right, he can stay. Everyone else go to the other spots. So I worked with her for a good bit. And then once the move happened, her, uh, her son came in to work and then her, Soon to be son-in-law also came into work. Right, 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 right. And they were both chill with me. So like through that, she was chill with me. Got yeah, it. Good. Yeah. Um, that's great. Because I could see, I like she had tremendous value, but I always just felt like the version I saw of her was it was unfortunate because it was the worst version of me. I mean, it was. It, that, it, we'll get there. She was making. <laughs> Anyway, go we'll ahead. get there. We'll get yeah. there. That boy, I know. I just pouring like I just see it leaking out of Chris Beers right now. He's like, I gotta. Go. Well, like, dude, I want him to. I want him to get into like the the in depth. Yeah, it's just dude. we, the three of us, have a very unique bond in that we were working like literally. I've never felt more insecure and like <laughs> mis like. Just like what the uh, fuck is happening? I, I, no, I, I still think about the first time we met you, Chris. Where, like you, did, you had no idea what's going on. You, no they they kind of threw you into this event, and I knew what the event was going in. And Listen. Paul showed up the day of. I showed up like earlier that week, and, yeah. I, and I knew you had no idea who I was. Cause you're like, this, who's this guy? He just shows up right. <laughs> Dude, I wasn't even gonna let you in the building. Walking in, I had the fob, and we all have masks on. Yeah, yeah. So I see this dude walking in that I've never seen before. I've it's six seen foot four. There's only like know, four people there. Like, like a wide, like a refrigerator like, dude. Who the fuck is this guy? <laughs> and all of a sudden, he's like, he's "Like, yeah, I'm here to help." I'm like, "Who? Me?" Me? <laughs> like, yeah. And like twenty seconds later, he's just like, "Yo, do me a favor, bro." I'm like, "Oh God, he's gonna what?" He's like, don't let this place kill you. Kill you. <laughs> Oh my god! Yeah, it, it, he had, it was like, oh my god! I think God sent this guy to like actually. Yeah, help. dude, your angel, bro. Yeah. It's like your guardian angel. If it was like, he's just like, here, man, hear me out. Because it, it it was definitely the best advice. Because you're just like, yo, don't let this place kill you. They're you're gonna like, they're gonna try to kill you too. And then did that? Do you feel like that gave you like you took a step back and then you saw it as a warning? Like, okay, then you saw the hits coming. Yeah. Like you didn't just start taking them. You're like, okay, now I have a moment to dodge or like oh. I can choose just, how involved I'm going to get. <laughs> well, we should get into like the whole, that whole event. I want to hear more about like uh, what yeah. you guys, yeah. Cause I know that there's multiple rounds. Yeah, cause, of, dude, yes, cause yeah. it, it happened a year earlier and we helped out with that. And That's when I almost like my own book, my back was about to explode. Yeah. Also because worked. the tables are so low. <sighs> These were like two and a half foot tables off the ground. So they, like we all started bending over to plate and then it finished me of doing a split just so I could keep my back straight. Yep. So I didn't have to lean over. You got to take a, remember we told that big, that fucking NBA, <laughs> like that European NBA player that was working with us. Uh, <laughs> that son of a bitch. That kid was like six foot nine. Yeah. Super nice. Super happy. So dude, can I please stop plating? He's like, dude, just take a knee. <laughs> yeah, he doing it that way. And he's like, oh, this is so much better. Thanks. Thanks so much. And by the end of the day, he's like, can I just go home? Can I just leave? <laughs> the, 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 the craziest part is, so you weren't there the first year. Me and Paul did right. the first year. And I, right. I was, I was the three of us year. were in the second Is this the, the horse race or whatever? The f no, no, this is the uh, the horse medicine company. No, 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 no. Oh. Nutramax. Nutramax. No, no, that's no, the Christmas party. Yeah, yeah. 
So we did it a year before. It was a year before. Year before. For the same company? Same company. And then oh. we did it together that year. And I have the continuation because I went to the one the following year. <laughs> All at that place. I oh. mean, we had such a fucking weird year. So the the year after, you, that was just me and the new, he- the new head chef they brought in. Yeah. They were doing gnocchi. It was raining the whole day. <laughs> we're, we're, at one point, we were plating. And you see the tent caves down slowly in the rain, and it, it finally dropped in, and it dropped in between the actual dining tent and the kitchen tent, and it created a wall of water that the servers have to walk through to bring the food in. Oh, my God. <laughs> this is the same 800-person yeah. Super bougie. Same, the, like, the same, like, uh, tent, kitchen, the yep. whole nine. It same. is pretty cool in South Carolina. You yeah. Can just- Fucking do whatever. And what like, a wild setup, though. That was awesome. And the crazy thing was, there the ovens. They had to bring them inside because it was raining, but they were so close to each other and hooked up together. They kept tripping each other, so we're playing this like juggling game of keeping the ovens at the right temperature. Dude, the, everything that can happen yeah. in a catering offsite is happening. The, everything, right? The and weather, the ovens. Remember the stupid thing that the last thing that we all did together? He's making the cotton candy to put it on the wall. And, and it's, it's dissolving. Dissolving because yeah. it's so hot and humid. <laughs> oh, that was another event. That was at the fair, the carnival yeah. inspired. In fairness to that group or like those people, yeah. not not the shit that we were doing. Whoever set like that scene, that was the coolest shit I've ever seen. Yeah, that was that was yeah. pretty awesome. We had a little like popcorn station. Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, like the drink cool, cart, cool, cool. the drink Ferris cart. wheel. Lamb, what were you doing? You were out in the corner. What was it? <laughs> <laughs> I was uh, doing skewers. Uh, 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 I was doing like, doing like popcorn, right? No, no I, I, was, I, was doing, I was doing the, the ham and chicken biscuits. <laughs> you were doing the biscuits. Oh, I was doing the biscuits. You got your fucking teeth kicked in. <laughs> yeah. You know, oh, like, Lamb, when you went over there, dude, I was like, like, I knew it. Like, I, I turned around for the last time. Like, I, I felt like I was watching you go forever. I, I, I still feel bad because one of the servers was my friend, right? You I told her, I, 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 like, caught her over. I'm like, here, hold this station for a sec. I'm going to go. I got to do reload. Then I just dipped out, bro. <laughs> <laughs> if she ever listens, she'll know the truth, dude. This yeah. never, but the whole that, that was wild because uh, that was, um, what the, we brought a fryer. We brought a fryer and it was to raining do, that day to too. Do fried chicken, right? It started yeah. raining for the the chicken biscuits. Yeah. Yes. And then all of a sudden, you just look over there and it's like, yo, there's no point in even sending these over there. He's getting fucking destroyed. It was like a horde of people. Like I was good. Like after the first few people tasted the skewers, they're on that ridiculous. Uh, what the, is that like that uh, the, the shields, the, the shields, or yeah. like, the, like the burgers over there that oh didn't god. they didn't get hot at all, dude? Oh my god! Like I was putting hot skewers onto cold metal and then putting cold food onto the boats, so these people were like, "Oh, this is so great!" I I was doing the shrimp and grits. Yes, and I yes, I remember just thinking like. This is this is cake and looking across and seeing like <laughs> they must have had I had like four people online at a time. I had like like thirty plates out just ready for people to take. And I look across and there's there's at least a hundred people online looking at Lamb. He looked like 
<laughs> Disheveled, dude. Yeah. Uh, he looked like everybody's worst nightmare of yeah. what it's like to be like a short order cook. Right. Just like just dying, dude, in pain, making yeah. faces of like, oh, my kidney stones are coming through. It's it one of those, though, like mentally, it's just like I click and I get into it because yeah. I've done about a thousand events for this company. And every time I've been out and done a station, I've been attacked. <laughs> you should have just threw a pan of biscuits and a pan of chicken out to the crowd. They wouldn't have known attacked the, it like seagulls, they, dude. They wouldn't have known the difference. That day that we did our our Nutramax nightmare, <clears throat> so we did 600 people, five-course sitting. Yeah. Um, in fairness to us, we like we really did a good job. We had the stupidest menu too. Like we had risotto. We had yeah, it, it was, was the double, it was a double filet. Pro, yeah risotto. The filet, filet and breast because it was double protein. Was yeah, like, mm -hmm. the fillets actually turned out really good. Right, there's just so much on the plate, and they got sauces <laughs> we had, and garnishes. We had the one oven. We were rotating to make yeah. sure everything was good. They were the plates too hot or something. No, too. no. The, remember, somebody said, "Ow, my hands!" <laughs> and then the <laughs> owner, the owner standing there next to us. You and I were at yeah. the end. He's like, come on, guys, these plates aren't hot. Guys, grab the hot plates. We're like, dude, shut the fuck up. Dude, we couldn't even heat them, right? Didn't we create some type of carousel wrapped in plastic and aluminum? Yeah, we, we, had, in them? we, we had them all Sternos. on a table in, like, Pentagon formation with sternals in the center. We wrapped the whole thing in foil. Yeah, we created, like, these little domes, dude. It was That was insane. Remember that, uh, that one server that they all loved? That guy, uh, I don't even want to say his name. But the guy right. who was drunk, he he was drunk. Black got drunk like four days a week. Oh, I love it. Okay. Remember, he came in the back and he's like, <laughs> I don't know what I have to say other than you motherfuckers better start going way faster because this is highly unacceptable. And we're just like, <laughs> you know, dude, we're going to kill you. <laughs> oh, my God. They, yeah, there they were some, there were some vicious funny. people there. That was that was funny. So, like, so, so you had a little bit of taste of that, right, Lamb? Right? It was like the Nutramax is working at a uh, Crown King, right? King Crown or whatever. It, it it was it was that, and it was also like I don't know what the planning was for all the events that this company has ever done, but it felt like any Asian event. They're like, all right, we have the one Asian guy; That's he's true. doing it. Or, or any any kind of station or event where the current chef didn't know what to do. They're like, oh, he went to Johnson and Wells. Have him do it. <laughs> it's <laughs> so ridiculous. <laughs> and like, did you ever have to sit in in the meetings? I sat in the two meetings, and they got annoyed because I kept making jokes. And of course, I, and why I, not? Did you have to like remind the, 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 the being them calling a meeting would, would be the greatest joke ever ever told. Dude, it was just interruption because it was always nice. like, I'm glad we talked for two hours so I can stay to midnight. <laughs> right. Well, then the half the t half the party went upstairs and they drank champagne. Yeah. All the rest of us went back into the coal coal uh so, coal pits of the Titanic. So we did like that circus themed wedding or whatever it was, and uh, we had like the 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 next week we had the meeting. Yeah. So when I was sitting there, I'm I was getting like very aggravated. And I'm like, yeah, you burnt down now. Right? Well, no, tired, I, dirty. Because what I realized sitting in that meeting, I'm like, I'm the only one that was me and. The, the the number two right. sales girl, we were the only two there. Right. So, like, what are you talking about, right. Mr., you know, Mr. I run this place. And then, what is, 
um, the dragon lady. No, I want to call him the the kid. Oh yeah, yeah. okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. okay. He had all this stuff to say, and I'm like, you weren't even there. He's like, well, I had to be back at the shop, to take everything back in. I'm like, what do you make money on? The event or putting <laughs> putting the stuff back? That yeah, logistically, you feel like there could have been little pieces in different areas that would have been much better and like the people that knew most about events stayed at the events again not bad people just so like stupid all over the place you yep. know like that I, I, i'll never dude I, i'll never look at that the same way again dude. it's a good lesson too because it's like like you saw you you knew but i remember thinking like oh my god look at this building look at all this stuff yeah like, they have me right right i came from martin and fitch and it's kind of like you know, I think that this is going to be like that. Yeah. And I got there and it was just the exact opposite. Crucified. See, that, I, I think the thing that kind of opened my eyes and made me view the company a bit different is when I started with them, they were still working out of an old Chinese buffet. Right. So there's like mom and pop feel. Like, yeah. And right. so when, like we're all slinging together. Yeah. And then, and then when they moved to this new spot, it slowly became this kind of disconnect. It's like a lot of. I didn't realize that, like, when I started, half the staff that was working there was from the women's shelter right across the street. Really? Yeah. Interesting. So, okay. when, so when it moved, a lot of these girls on women's shelter, these older women, they didn't drive. So oh, the, like so the kitchen moved, and, like, half the staff is gone. Okay. Got you. Because I always felt like it was, like, a we work. Like, we said that a million times. Yep. But it's like, yep, yep, yep. yo. It's cool up here. What do you need a kitchen up here with taps and like an office? Yeah, we everybody's got. got like, I still don't even know why they had them. I was never. What do you need this breakout office for? Like, I never. What do you need all this for? Oh, I never got to enjoy it. Yeah, you need. <laughs> I never. That one day, <laughs> one day they're like, you know, do this, do that, do whatever. I'm like, there's six parties going on. Who's going to lead the other two? They're like, oh, the. The girl who we were talking about before, the girl who runs the Sam's Mart stuff. I'm like, to run a party? Like, she has to serve food and stuff. Yeah. yeah so we'll, then, we'll make it work. So then the next day, they're like, oh, the, that party became a disaster. They're really upset. Right. They wrote a negative review. Right. You shouldn't so, have watched YouTube on the way there to learn yeah. how to run the party. Yeah. <laughs> and Guy Smiley says to me, yeah. so how do you want to handle this? I'm like, dude, you're the, you're the fucking director, bro. But I'm like, I think I did enough that day. Yeah, I think I did enough, dude. Yeah. Uh, I'll let you take it from here. <laughs> it, it, their hiring process feels a lot like if you weren't, were trying to get like tile work done, like they'll just pull up to like the schools and be like, you know how to roast chicken? You know how to carve stuff? Let's go, get in the car. Get in the yeah, car. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Wake some money, dude, in there. Get in the bus and like, yeah. what's about to happen to us? It's like, you have a bus table? Get in, get in. Good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I love that shit. <laughs> So we've been there a little while, right? And then, all right, what like what's what are some other funny stories? I know you got them, dude. We've shared you you and I have shared a lot of nightmares together. A yeah, lot. You of, have you have some outrageous stories. Those there was a one uh, the uh, the Duck Dynasty day. I mean, so I guess they brought in the Duck Dynasty crew from I guess they're from South Carolina, and they were doing a speech at the church. And this is back when me and Paul were working at the church, and we didn't know that they were coming. We we. <laughs> We were told there was like there was a speech, so we're like, all right, really? so whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then it turns out the day off that we would we were coming in at like five a.m. and we're staying until like ten at night. 
Yep, yep, dude, just grinding it out. It would have felt like very ungrateful people on the receiving end of it, dude. That's the worst. We'll, we'll, was, we'll post it up somewhere on Instagram. Or something. There's a picture of me sleeping on the dock on top of some cardboard boxes. <laughs> yeah. See, Lance, from your, because I, I want you to be telling these stories from your perspective. You and I did a wedding at Sugar Creek Brewery together. Our boy Ethaniel was there, right? And it, it, that. So, that wedding was the this was, dude. This was bad. Like what? I, I well, we almost I should have just I almost crashed on the way home just because because oh. you're just I was just wanted to end it all. Yeah, it was one of those, dude. It was one of those. I was like, you know, what am I doing? I'm soaking wet, right? I, I was told once that like my luck in this business, it could be raining pussy and I would get hit by a dick. That was <laughs> that event was the embodiment of that saying. You got hit by a dog. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, dude! Yes, and that's what happened. One of, one of my uh, favorite interactions with Lamb was, uh, I think, I think my dad was either coming or leaving, and we like, dude, this was like one of the lowest points in life, like COVID and trying to keep kids in daycare and trying to like right. zoom and my wife's working at the stadium. It was like, yep. it was insanity. Right. I remember that was pretty <clears> rough. That's when we were helping out once in a while. And I, I, I go in and I'm like setting everything up. It's Friday. I'm setting everything up for, to get all of Friday out only with our girl there. She, she had a busy day too. It's not yeah. like she was never lazy. Like she would, she, she would bust oh, out yeah. work. Yeah. But we're like getting all this stuff together. We have like two weddings on that Friday, but then like like four on Saturday. That's it. Those idiots were just. <laughs> That's it. Yeah, and these were full service too, high end plates, right? Yeah. Yeah. Utensils. So I'm like, you know, the the owner and the director of ops. Bye. We're leaving. It's three thirty. We're gonna go get you know massages and. That's. <laughs> <laughs> I feel the anger, dude. So I'm sitting. Actually, it wasn't the director of ops. You know, like yeah. I like them both. I'm not. Right. I'm not like hating on them. I'm just. You're, this is just very touching. They just. They didn't. That came coming out of you right now. They were like the type of people who thought, like, oh no, you you take care of this company. It's like it's your company. You're paying me like a third of what. Yeah, I would what be. I should be getting for the amount of work <clears throat> I do. But anyway, around everybody. So Lamb's helping out. Me and him were busting out some stuff. It's like, get this BEO together. Lamb's working on this thing over here. We're doing, getting stuff ready for the next day. And all of a sudden, this girl comes in who is, in the nicest way I could possibly say, this was an absolute fucking biggest disaster of a human being. Shit. <laughs> <Dude, laughs> at least you were nice about it. <laughs> but she would come in and just, she didn't like me for, for I have no idea why, but she fucking hated me. She would she would smoke cigarettes on the on the half hour every half hour, and like I'd have, anyway. You're right. So I'm like, all right, you know that's your cart. So she's like, well, where's my BEO? I'm like I don't know. She's like, okay, and I could just see her like standing there, like staring in space, like I'm through with this. It's like, okay, then you're through with it. Yeah. So she got she got the director of ops, and then all of a sudden he comes in crying to me. He's got like tears in his eyes and he's like, I don't know what to say. She's not going to be able to do tonight. And I'm like, that sucks. 
<laughs> okay. Yeah. I'm like, I got to go at five. Right. He's like, well, how do you want to handle this? I'm like, I don't, I don't know. It's like, I'm going to, I'm going to Puerto Rico or I'm going somewhere tomorrow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, okay. Like, I'm not, I'm not staying until this is what, this is what you get. Dude, she's relapsed on you like three fucking times. Right. And you guys still use her. Like, what it, that's how is this? Yeah. How is this my fault? No, it's not your fault. Sorry, really? look at Lamb. And like I, I, I had like my wife's, like, uh, like her her mindset. Right. Of, instead of getting mad and freaking out and breaking right. stuff, just tell somebody like that's worth it. Like they're they're helping you. Right. <laughs> so I like walk over to Lamb and I'm like, hey man, you know this sucks. Can't believe like this is happening, but like at least you're here. <laughs> Dude, and you're they died together, bro. <laughs> like Lamb just like looks at me, he's like, Yo, I think I said this to you before. <laughs> just get the fuck out of here, man. <laughs> just don't don't take this for real. Don't and I did like the next week I said to the guy, you know, I said to yeah. I'm like, listen, this is bullshit. He's like, I know. He he actually was very cool. He was just like Look, I know, and it's never going to get better. <laughs> dude, that's it. So I'm like, it's like, dude, you can only do. I'm so like, much. just pay me by the hour. And he's like, okay, yeah. And then like, a, like I think two weeks later, <laughs> you're like, yeah, homie, like dog. Ah, uh, they're still calling me. This kid's calling me about tater tots or something. I'm like, I'm right, in New Jersey. I'm in New Jersey right now. <laughs> dude, we're off, dude. I yeah. love it, Lamb. You, you always said though, like that place what had some weird curse because they there I wasn't mean, an evil the, person there. No, there's like was, an evil spirit. It was the, the something like maybe the like you guys watched the movie um, uh, Event Horizon with Sam yeah. Neil. It's like yeah. a ship that goes to this black hole and goes to hell and comes back. Yeah, the ship is possessed. Maybe the building's possessed. Maybe, maybe they maybe they built that building on a burial ground. on a dead chef burial ground. Right, and not <laughs> once was one beer poured for them. Yeah, dude, sacrilegious, dude. I'm grateful. <laughs> yeah, the, that uh, the the best too. My other favorite thing was, I guess I was the only one to ever do this. <laughs> there would always be those uh, the speed carts. <laughs> In that drainage well, right in the back, and every once in a while, I jumped down there to push them out. <laughs> oh, that's where it lived, dude. <laughs> One time I got stuck. I'm like, I'm never fucking doing this again. You got stuck down there. You're like, so muddy. Yeah, he's like, I can't get out of there. <laughs> oh, that was funny, Lamb. Lamb, tell everybody about uh about changing out the trucks on uh, routes up or you were, yeah, that's right, oh, eighty five. I don't. I don't remember which that highway. Seventy seven South. Yeah, we're going to South we're, Carolina. We were going to South Carolina, and at this point, we're a bit behind. Not a crazy amount of time behind, but we were definitely behind. Like we were definitely behind. behind. Yeah. We were like forty five minutes behind. Yeah. Because right? remember, we couldn't fit them the full the ones first. in yeah. the first. Yeah, the like first truck. Like right. I, I don't. I don't know. Like who went to rent the truck? But it's like <laughs> they didn't measure anything, so like Man, nothing fit the right way. In the I know truck. exactly who did it. <laughs> <laughs> right. That yeah. fucking idiot, <laughs> dude. Oh, so uh, yeah, my soul, Lamb and I, right? We're driving. Yeah, yeah. We're like this place was what an hour and twenty minutes away. It's like an hour, yeah, hour twenty hour. And we're thirty minutes away from you, yep. South Carolina, at this point. Like I'm driving forty minutes, forty five minutes, and it's like, all right, 
and then you get a phone call. Yeah. What What was that phone call? It, it, was, it was literally like the whole. I get the call and they're like, "Hey, the truck broke down." And I'm like, "Which truck?" Because it's like five trucks going to this event. And they're like, "The food one." And instantly in my mind, I'm like, "That's all the food." Like everything was on that truck. <laughs> I thought I'm like, okay, so we're done, right? Like, we're <laughs> right, so a good can shot. We, can we leave? Yeah, yeah. it's like you, you turn know, around and go right. home, right? Like we clock out on our phone. I'm in my personal <laughs> vehicle. I'll just go. I'll start driving home. Like, like where? <laughs> so it, it ended up us rendezvousing with a truck, with another truck, and we're doing this like back to back unload everything off of one truck onto another truck while dodging cars on the, on the side, side of the highway 77 yeah. yep semi's going by just like I'm, I'm inside the box truck passing stuff down <laughs> to you and with trucks would go by that so we were 30 minutes away from you now we drove back 30 minutes that's right yeah and then to drive from that location to you is an hour so we lost it was like an hour and a half added on to whatever time we finished. It was crazy. I've never seen anything that that unbelievably stupid. And it took a while. Like, just that box truck was packed. And the, and the craziest part, too, was having to turn all these speed racks sideways to get them off of this truck. And no one ever thought to, you know what, let's wrap these cars instead of just putting a bag over them. Yeah, yep. it was bad, right? So then we, because the, the first truck, the tire blew out. Yeah. And the driver had to stay with the truck. I think for the U-Haul tow company, yep. yeah, because because we lost the driver, we lost the driver, and there was three people on the truck. I guess someone swung by and grabbed the other two people to make sure that they got to the event. Oh my god! I mean, that's just to show you that you can still make something happen. But what a disaster! It was just so stupid. But that whole that whole event that was rough. Was just dumb on top of dumb on top of dumb. The, the remember the remember the uh, nativity scene. Yeah, with the live animals. Oh, the live animals. That was the best part of it all. Like, <laughs> it's like we're all worried about COVID. Well, they weren't at all. No, South Carolina wasn't affected. But we were the only ones wearing masks. Yeah. It's because we're from North, North Carolina. The, you know. If you pay enough, dude, COVID won't get you. Exactly. Yeah. That's what it is. <laughs> that was so stupid. It's, yeah, like, that was... it's like cancer. You're rich enough, you won't die to it. Yeah. Oh, but you know what? It, it doesn't get... Like it, I guess there's a couple other um, places in the city that do somewhat uh, do good jobs, but like even so, even, it, it's funny that you brought that up. The so there was a, for a long time the two best catering companies are fighting back and forth. I've worked for both of them, right? And the the other company, I only did one shift with them. And it was a 10-hour shift that became a 22-hour shift. Is that where Javier also used to work? Yes. Oh, that was... 22 uh, hours straight? 22 hours straight. Oh, How no. does that happen? That was a catering company, something vintage. I remember yeah. that one, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they, they, they have a policy of selling the events and then sending chefs that they hired day of. And so they, they didn't... For Geek Pro. I, I got sent to this but, event with a box truck full of stuff. And I was given a menu for the entire wedding mm -hmm. 30 minutes before cocktail hour. And I was then in charge of all the food for this wedding. You, you didn't see anything. It's you didn't see anything. There was no pre-rehearsal. No, nothing. Like, until I got that menu, I didn't know what apps they were having. Nothing like that. And the moment they gave it to me, they're like, you have 30 minutes to set up your kitchen and you start firing apps. And you have two action stations assigned who you want to be on those stations. And it's and just you. Demo it for them so that they can do the rest of it for the rest of tonight. 
It's so stupid. That sounds insane. Yeah. It's like, what kind of, why did we join, why did we become part of this industry, right? The hospitality industry. Well, like. To suffer? No, (laughs) because you know what happens is that you like doing it. I like doing it. Lamb likes doing it. And you're young and you get into a spot. And maybe you're around a couple like-minded people. Right. Right. But what they don't explain to you is that realistically, long term, you're always going to have to be building up like not low end, but like, like either like lowly educated or like people in a bad spot who need a job, right? They're not like sitting there going like, Oh yeah. Teach me how to make duck confit. They're like, yo, I was, I was an accountant and got laid off and you guys are the only ones, you know, hiring. I'm willing to do whatever for $20 an hour. You know, it would be this or like, or being a hooker. It's very reminiscent. It's like we're all walking underground right now. No one sees the light at the end of the tunnel, but it's better just to walk with your friends than it is to walk by yourself. Yeah, that's right. true. Because you hold hands and <laughs> right. like, so, <laughs> you scared together. <laughs> and then, like, it's true. It's very true. The COVID, sh- I mean, we're so much more fortunate here. But, yeah. like, the COVID shit, like, fucking ruined. Yeah. Ruined all those places up. Of you north, know. north, east, northeast. It's like they ain't coming back. No, they ain't coming back. You need so much capital to start that. Well, that you barely survive anyway on a good day. Yeah. Even currently, like the I've been trying to start a food truck for a while now, and it's just kitchen rental and just trying to get out there. And like offices aren't really back to full because that used to be the big like bread and butter for office food trucks. Building, is working yes. like office parks, so all these people come out to eat lunch. Hell yeah! And like that just doesn't exist anymore. That and breweries are just not what they used to be. Do our, does our friend, you know, your guys' friends, really, but are they the, are they still treading water? Events, yes. they, so they, the they, they swap private. over. They're strictly private. They do two days open to the public now. And it's like a Taco Tuesday at a brewery right. and like a Saturday at another brewery. That's they're, it. They're getting their yeah. teeth kicked in now. Yeah. They're getting their teeth kicked in. We talked to the chef and he was just like, I got shit every day. I work all the time now. Like it went from relaxing, but not relaxing, but uh, very it's, slow or steady, I should say. Yeah. And then it became like, how are we going to do this? And yeah. it became, uh, we'll figure it out when we get there. Because it's funny you're saying that about like corporate. <clears throat> so our, the, the, the facility that I run, our whole business has flipped going from, we were doing tons of catering, 300K, like, mm-hmm. Or, or just like great numbers yeah. to flipping now to it's all about our like kiosk and all the employees. Yeah, all the employees yeah. buying from us instead of like us delivering to huge caterings. Yeah, full spreads, dude. Yeah. Like we want more. It's, it's definitely it's definitely coming back though for sure. Like I recently. For the past year, so I've been recently working at a university. Right. And when I first started, I was very into just my job was to do all the quarantine meals because every time a kid will be stuck in quarantine, right. you, have you, prepare, have to, you have to prepare dude, breakfast, breakfast lunch, there. dinner for them. And then I feel like and, kids purposely went to quarantine because they yeah, had these awesome meals for free. Yeah. And then they're like, yeah, dude, these meals are better than what they get in the dining hall. So, those, so they go to quarantine. <laughs> dude, why not? Up. 
And then right, uh, yeah. you're young, you're in college, you just get the COVID. Yeah, yeah, who cares? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, get a bit to give you your test. And then the, the, worst, the worst part is the uh, the office that like manages how many people are in quarantine will always wait until like noon to give us the numbers, and then we have to have all the meals prepared and give to them by two in the afternoon. Meanwhile, and, there's events, there's caterings, and, and uh, it used to be in the hundreds. Yeah, because there'll be days where there's like. 30 kids in quarantine and then if it happens to be a friday you have to prepare three meals a day for the entire weekend so each kid's getting nine meal right yeah what if and then also you aren't you doing like the football team or like the basketball yeah. team or it's about to get bananas for you yeah like football whenever they do a home game right. easily 50 60 thousand dollars worth of food going out right and it's, right. A, it's a window of like maybe five hours six hours and they get lobster so when you talk about 50 60 thousand dollars worth of food like we're doing rice beans like bread, maybe some barbecue pulled pork right some roast chicken breast Ch- so just think like pallets full of chicken yeah. tenders pallets. pallets of chicken tenders yeah well that's insane for the you know somebody that doesn't really understand what that kind of food looks like like my my wife when she was doing the the Panthers, yeah, the uh, the the team kitchen, she said it was insane because so many of those guys need, like you know, because you're doing this right now, yeah. So many of these guys just need calories. Yeah, it's calories. They don't give a shit. It's not like you need to eat clean, organic, healthy, blah 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 blah. blah. No. We need you to weigh 325 pounds and still be like the athletic freak that you are. But like, look, he's he's 40 pounds light. Well, how do you how do you beef that guy up in two weeks? Pop tarts, bro. Uncrustables. (laughs) (laughs) This box, dude. You get diabetes. That's on you. But I need you to be heavy. Yeah, they would. They would give like certain players. They would uh, that they wanted to to gain weight. They would give them Uncrustables because it's only like three bites for these guys. Yeah. But it's like, it's like 880 calories. Right. Potato chips. Uh, they're, they're, but then like McCaffrey was was doing vegan. So he's just like eating like soup. It's all carbs. Three times a day. Still tons of carbs. It's like on a prep level too. It's like you're ordering cases of chicken thighs and you have these guys who are like they're trying to trim a little bit of fat off and it's like dude, dude we're trying to bulk up this football team just yeah, throw it in the box just, just go it's yeah. going to a delicious stock yeah. it's going to congeal the flavor is going to be in there it's going to be great that's what I would always think would be like the, the athlete mindset is yeah. just the bone broths yeah just like, pure give them fat and protein dude. drink a quart of demi <laughs> yeah dude just fat and protein man that's it <laughs> absolutely did you start to start thinking up like this natural chicken stock, just butter and flour, thinking up the velouté, bro? Just drink Dude, it. That's it. I just drink that. Absolutely. But I, the more I work in kitchens, the more I, I notice people. I don't know if they're just like sandbagging or what. They're like they'll purposely do stuff slower, and, oh, I, and because it's an hourly thing. Sure. And there's there's a new guy at the spot I work at. We joke around with him a lot about it because I told him about this other kid that I ran into. He was just killing time. So I walked over to him. I'm like, hey, man, I've been looking for something in the kitchen. I think you know where it is. And, I'm, uh, and he's like, what is it? I'm like, the titties on the clock, man. <laughs> and he's like, what, 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 sir? I don't know. What, the titties, the on, the titties clock? on the clock? And I'm like, if you don't see them, then why the hell are you trying to milk that shit? <laughs> and I walked away. <laughs> so I, I told that story to one of my boys at the I news clock. 
so every so often, like his, we work in two separate kitchens, and he'll come over and he's he'd be like, "Yeah, man, it's pretty slow over there. You got some titties over here?" And I'll be like, "Yeah, man, <laughs> come on, up, dude. I need you to make a thousand egg sandwiches." You guys were telling me too about that place. <laughs> you said didn't the guy, the guy came in, was like, "Hey, you know, let's do this thing." He came in all bright-eyed and bushy-tailed, and like within two days, he just get, he just had the death stare. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. That place wore me out quick. I think it was because of like the mundane. I, I don't know how to find the word for it. It was like some of the stuff was so simple. It was like, all right, make 1,500 sandwiches. It was, it was almost like Bro. you were just going through the motions of cooking. You weren't cooking. You know? Yeah. It was zombie. I was like That's this. the worst. I was like this. The packaging. Yeah. Dude, it was just like this. Yeah. And I can you, see that. And after breathing in mold for four hours, you're like, Oh, dude, laying the doors right there, bro. If I walk out, when I said, I was like, I was rehearsing my my leaving speech or whatever. I'm like, you know, thank you all so much. <laughs> Opportunity, it was great to be here. You know, I really appreciate it. It's nothing personal. It's just I can't do this. You know, the best, the best of luck, best of wishes. You know, you guys do great. Land, did you hear that? All right, 10 minutes when I, I'm going to walk out of that door now. 10 minutes, you whatever, and that's where I am. You say those words. Right? <laughs> uh, I, I, the door, dude, I was like this, so close and so far, but I couldn't do it. It's, it's, this is one of those spots where it's like you don't give them a letter of recognition. You give them a card that says, I'm sorry for your loss, and then when they open it, it's me. You lost me. One day I was like, I wanted to walk out, and like, I realized, oh, damn it, I drove land. <laughs> The chef was awesome. Like it was. Yeah, you have to sit in the car, <laughs> uncomfortably waiting for him. I told I told Lamb I'd walk around, clean up the, the campus after people's dogs. It would have been more exciting. But, and, and it's just me, though. You know what I'm saying? Like it was. It was just no excitement in there for me. It was just. I just. People were great. It's just not what I was doing. Yeah. I had a spot like that a little bit at this golf course, and in fairness, the um, the catering chef. Both chefs were really good, but the catering chef was really good, really organized. But he he would <clears throat> he would be so psychotic Tuesday Wednesday that all of a sudden my Tuesday Wednesdays like get all of his orders in, get like meat seared off, okay, fishes seared off, and okay. then count out like by the piece. Yeah, like what which ones go for which party? Put him. He had oh. he had rolling uh, rolling. Uh, like low, not low boys. He had like roll up stack fridges, right? Yeah, yeah. And he just roll in, you know, Rollins wedding, right? Boom, boom. So he had like eight of those. So he was. He was it was okay. a small kitchen, but it was freakish how great it operated uh, yeah. for, for bigger events. But like, I just remember, I would, I was always working on Thursday, and Thursdays sucked. Because there's nothing going on in the restaurant, because no right. one's really golfing, and there's yeah. no events going on. So I would always take out the golf cart. I'm like, ah, fuck. Oh, this. Like, I gotta blast, dude. I gotta, I gotta get the fuck out of here. So I would just, I would <laughs> grab a golf cart, and I forget what number it was. Just for the sake of the story, it's like number forty-seven. Didn't have the governor working properly. Oh, very cool. So very I would cool. take off and like. You could probably get it up. I'm not even going to lie. It was probably 20 miles an hour. If that. That's great. 
but it was great. The ones we had on the campus uh, went five, right? Yeah. Five miles an hour, dude. Like we had them, and they barely worked. But I took this one all the way to like the 18th hole. I did like the whole course. That's nice, dude. And I started coming back, and I'm like, ah, that's just a really long puddle. And I started going through it, and then I realized I couldn't see the, the cart path anymore. And then I was oh, floating. Shit. I was literally floating for like, for probably probably three seconds. But it was like, Dude, oh my god, <laughs> <laughs> this is not going well. What did I do? And then I get back on. I'm not even on the path. I'm on like right, the golf uh, course. Yeah. And I start like gunning it back up there. Right. Like, Put I it in. Back to that Dude, I I I pulled it in. And I specifically because I kind of illegally took it out. I, I specifically tried to put it back in the same spot. Right. And they must have moved to like somebody was using the carts or like yeah, yeah, yeah. doing like uh, maintenance on them. I'm like, fuck. I didn't <laughs> point plane. Ran back up there like a couple of days later. Like, hey, it's one of the, one of our better carts. Ah, the governor screwed up. So we got to get it replaced. I'm like, yeah, they do. They're like, yeah, it had so much water damage too. I'm like, <laughs> sons of bitches, dude. <laughs> Those, uh, those, those, yeah. uh, you've had some stories about driving around those golf courts on the campus, right? Uh, Did you almost get run over or run some people over or both? Uh, I, I, I almost ran a couple students over. There was a day, um, hey, dude, they should have been walking in front of you. I don't know what to say. Yeah. <laughs> For real. So, At the airport, those motherfuckers try to take you out. Like, yeah, right. Why can't you do that to them here? So, so there's a chef who was uh, in charge of the entire university, and then there's a chef that's in charge of catering. Right. I made the mistake of giving both of them my phone number. <laughs> so I'd get awkward texts like, "Hey, can you bring a case of liquid eggs to Panda Express?" And I'm I'm looking at the map like I kind of know where Panda Express is on this campus. But I'm gonna take forever to find out. Like I don't know where it is. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm taking this golf cart around, and like that's a big, I, I know that was like one of the cafeterias. Yeah, and it's like from, from where our building is. You go out, you hit a left, and it's like right there. Right. I turn right. Let's <laughs> <laughs> just go and just take like a long way. So, drive up to the rec center, past all the volleyball girls, and yeah. this is cool. Oh, I, I drive past the school gym and I almost hit this kid because he just was looking down on his phone. Right, Lance so looking down at his phone. I, had, <laughs> I, I wouldn't say I had the green light, I had the yellow light, but I was gonna go. <laughs> right, he's like, I'm going. The, I get back, I'm in the kitchen, and one of the uh, like server attendants comes up to me and it's like, hey, I was working out before I came in for my shift. Did one of you guys almost run over a student? And I'm like, shit. <laughs> like slams on the brakes, dude. Kid drops his phone. Yo, hey, don't you jump out in front of me like that ever again? <laughs> so what is, uh, what's been like, like give us, give us some of the, your like favorite dishes that you've been, uh, that you're going to do on your truck. Definitely, man. Hit, hit us up, dude. I know you got so, some spicy stuff. Yeah, I know you sure. got you got like you got the authentic shit. Right. Yeah, I'm definitely slinging out some authentic stuff, and it's actually kind of funny. I've been using the university as a menu testing kind of situation. Sure. You know, we have to cook staff meal for the people working in the kitchen and the office that's attached to our building. So right. whenever they schedule me in, I'll just test out a recipe. Right. right, right. Sure, okay. With permission, of course. You know. Right. Sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I keep it in budget. We've had people cook some lobster for a staff meal. Dude, some guy. Whoa. Yeah. Lobster jambalaya. 
Dude, it was just full of those bag lobster meat. Like just pouring <laughs> yeah, all that stuff. Dude, those are like $144 for three pounds. I used three bags. Yeah. Or whatever it was. But I just dumped it in with shrimp. Well, unless you're going to throw it out. Chicken. No. He like, he, got, he like defrosted it and everything. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Front, like he just used it. And then the chef was like. Like he for sure like was. He was running around. Like, you see a look on his face. He's like, no. I'm like, everybody's like, oh my God. Lobster. I'm like, yeah, guys, I got some lobster here. Let's get it. You know, everyone's yeah. just going crazy over it. He also made one that was shellfish free or something like that as well for like, you know, with yeah. through chicken in there and sausage and all that shit. It was like, it was great. I ate so much that day. Like, I couldn't move. <laughs> dude, I could not move. But yeah, Lamb, yeah. tell us, dude. Yeah, so working on some Tom Yum soup recipes and stuff like that. Um, okay. Because my goal is eventually to be open up, serve the campus, and serve like Mint Hill area. Yeah. Seafood's a big kind of allergy. So I'm, even the Southeast shrimp, Asian. Yeah, it's like Southeast Asian is very heavy, like shellfish and stuff like that. So I'm <laughs> having to adjust all these recipes. So it's like, even the spring, like Vietnamese spring rolls, is pork and shrimp mix. So I'm like, I'm trying to figure it out. I'm trying to do just pork. You can like, do just I'm, pork, I'm right? trying out some different mushrooms to try to. Hell yeah. Dude, the mushroom ones are really good, like especially yeah. like the the like the room right. temperature ones, like the soft. That's what you're talking about, right? Yeah, not yeah. like fried spring rolls. Right, yeah, so yeah, skin, like those wrap, like the rice yeah, yeah. Those are almost better because at least for me, I feel like not being a <laughs> gavoning eight deep fried spring rolls. I'm like, oh, this is healthy. This yeah, is yeah, healthy. It's, it's one of those you don't feel slower when you eat it. You know, you feel yeah, like, yeah. twice as many carbs and calories though, because it's like, what, don't you use a vermicelli, vermicelli, yeah, noodles in there, and you get something like uh, scallions, and you have your shrimp or your whatever protein that you yep. wrap it up. Those are cool because you can make them ahead of time. Yeah, like make them in the morning and send them go out with, the, with that. You'd be proud of me. I made, I'm going to post it on our Instagram, but I made uh bami. Yeah, yeah. Yes. But I made like, so we had, we had like fresh belly, just not, nothing else to do with it. We ran some other crap with it. Like pork belly? Yep. It wasn't like belly. bacon slab, nope. was it? It was just yeah. like, so, okay. so for people listening, pork belly is bacon, but bacon is cured. Cured smoke. Smoke. What yeah. you, you. That is not raw, what you buy in the store. Fresh pork belly is the raw version of that. Yeah. So I just have a slab of pork belly. So I made, and look, we waste a lot of shit over there. Not gonna lie, like we run a great food cost. A lot has to do with the fact that I get all the sales from alcohol too, but right. we'll get into that another time. That's another, <laughs> yeah, another episode. But we, we have a great food cost, but I have like, herbs all the time like i'm throwing out herbs or, or telling people to take home herbs because we can't even have the, the catholic charities come through or like greens or whatever right yeah. so i took all the cilantro all the scallions basically not nuts but like made a pesto yeah. and then a ton of soy and i just put the belly in that for 10 days oh my god dude that sounds nice so then i grilled it came out good or I grilled it and then slow roasted it. Sure. Sliced it. Then got to the slices like bacon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then I had to, you got to cook it. Then I burnt it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, then like I cut like the bacon wedges. Slabs out of it. Yep. Slabs out of it. Got like a lot of char on them. And then it was uh, raw carrots, raw cucumbers, raw cilantro, pickled onions. Right. 
and then um, Sam Volioli. They were they were I good. Love that stuff. Yeah. I'm not, I don't know. See, I don't know what like. I had an authentic banh mi in Linden, New Jersey. This is the kind of place that you go to. Right. She, the woman did not even. She could not speak English. Oh, that's that's preferred because that's it's how you know way it's, be it's way more preferred. It was just it was so funny that you're like you're in the right spot. Yes, you were in the right spot. Point at a number. That's what you're getting. Don't. Don't ask no questions. Don't come in with allergies or like. Yeah, 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 That doesn't exist. Yeah, right? it's like no alterations. Like the but way she was funny because she looked at uh, my uh, my wife and I, and we were you know single, like we were not having kids. We didn't have kids at the time. But I'm like, oh man, I'm getting so I wanted the the faux and the bonnet, yeah. and then my wife ordered like the other faux, another yeah. faux, and another bonnet, and she like. She couldn't tell us, but she was trying to explain. She's like, uh, there's too much, like, basically, like, too much food. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's like, so she came out with, which one do you want to go? Yeah. Because she had, like, the, the to-go boxes. Okay. Yeah. And it was just, like, it was a complete, it was a complete um, communication breakdown. Yeah. But, like, with the love of food. Yeah. Like, she just that let it like rip. Great story. Dude, though. it was like, tremendous. Dude. So we ate this stuff. And shout out to this this uh, old manager, Bobby. He, Bobby's dead. He uh, he was a great guy. Yeah. Um, Cranford Hotel legend. But he's the guy who found that place. Right. And then just spread the word. Got it, dude. Speaking of that, real quick before I forget, I don't remember the name of this place. It's right by uh, Grand Asia. There is a legit here in Weddington. Yeah. There is a legit. Uh, Italian specialty store. Get the fuck out of here. Right there next to Grand Asia. I, I know what you're talking about. Dude, I've seen it. I've never been Dave there. And family Go Bagels told me about it. He actually like real me. Copa and real. Dude, he walked in. There. Yeah, dude. He's like, I forgot what he asked for. He um, let me. I'm, I'm gonna go find out, dude. It's like See, literally it's, someone's grandma's in the back, and then the daughter's up in the front. He also in the back of the grandma. Yeah, he does this. Started grinding the sausage. Oh man, dude. It's like one of these places. Let me see if I can. Because um, this is what we were complaining about the other day. It was right like, there. You do not have. I if you're Italian, you live in Charlotte. I'm sorry. And we don't have real Enzo's games. Italian market is called Enzo's. Enzo's. Gotta go. Dude, that's yeah, how you we know. gotta go. Potter yeah. Road. See, I I think that's the problem with like just U.S. laws in general. It kind of like. It gets in the way of all these like really nice, authentic places. Yes, for sure. Cause like to go to the to go to the, like the point like you're saying, if you were in Charlotte, right? I like our health inspector. I've 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 come to to appreciate her, but like they're fucking they're the, the health inspectors in Charlotte carry more uh, pride. Than the cops do here, of yeah. like of their craft, right? Like, well, Jesus Christ, this looks good. Yeah, you got to <laughs> see those peppers. Dude, look at that. Oh man, Enzo's Italian market, bro. But can you imagine? And I, I, I can you imagine being like health inspector in New York City, where you have to know, Dude. you have to know, like Vietnamese, Japanese, right? German. Dude, the huge fucking. Fucking like Scandinavian or whatever, like it's not, 
it's a blessing and a curse, right? To have these melting pots, but that's what makes New yeah, York yeah. City, New York City. Yep. Or Chicago or LA or San Francisco. Dude, this is a huge, huge barrier. I was talking to one of those health inspectors. She's like, I go to these yeah. these places, I go to this and the the communication barrier of explaining why you can't do something or a reason why this is the way it is. And well, who should tell the Fil- like who should tell the Filipinos they can't do it this way See, when I, they've lived for a million? Well, yeah. Well, I think in the United States we have a very interesting health inspection system that every other country. This stupid have pickling thing here like, is ridiculous. But no kimchi. Go on, sorry. Like, yeah, like, I, I'm sorry, dude. You're the guest. The I, 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 <laughs> where would uh, go? Honestly, I, I feel like. If there was a in-between kind of like position, like as a chef who can speak Vietnamese and English well enough, I feel like I don't want to go for a science degree to become a health inspector myself. Yeah, you do need that. And it's like, I I want to be that kind of in-between person. It's like, hey, create a position where I can travel with these health inspectors as a almost liaison between them and authentic Vietnamese places to kind of gap this barrier because I want that kind of food scene to grow more and I feel like right. the, the gap like the language barrier is really holding back a lot of it. Yeah. For sure. Definitely. Because we all know like I mean my my um experience has been mostly with Spanish. Or or I shouldn't even say Spanish. It's it's with South and Central Americans, right? So I'm sure the the slang that I know people from Spain probably don't say those words right right. but that's like the costa rican slang or that's like the peruvian slang or 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 wherever it's like a central america south america like brazil they're they're brazil they speak portuguese right yeah they're not even it's not even the same thing spain too right portuguese no spain's spanish spanish but it's like the king spanish it's like uh portuguese (laughs) it's like the philippines spanish right I could be wrong. You guys know. I'm not sure. No, the, the Brazil they speak yeah. Portuguese. Portuguese and Portugal they speak Portuguese. <laughs> and in German they speak Portuguese. <laughs> yeah, Germany. Yeah. No, but uh, you learn like certain things of of you know um, curing right yeah. or pickling. Yeah. That it's not illegal it's just that i feel like they're they're preservation of food yeah like they're short they're short-sighted i'm like well technically that's gonna cause that could cause botulism it's like yeah if it wasn't controlled but this is obviously being i don't know it's it's like the uh the concept of like the mother sauce when they do when the eel shops they do the thing where while they're grilling the eel they have this hot sauce that they repeatedly dip the eel into and then they grill it back and it's like the sauce is kept hot the whole night and it's cooled down properly at the end of the night right but every time they dip more eel into it, the smoky flavor the eel flavor infuses into the sauce sure. and they'll top it off in the morning to keep the levels and the sauce will just become stronger yeah, and stronger each day right now, but like in the U.S., because it's, because the sauce is being built on and it's, the lifespan is past this like seven day death mark yeah. that we have here, they won't right. allow it. But you're but constantly you're constantly the bacteria. Yeah, it's like you're you're making sure that it's safe every day, and you're adding fresh to it. So you're building this flavor that 
you can't achieve anywhere else. Right. But just because of the looseness of the law in the U.S., it can't happen. But, like, look at bakers. You know, they... Uh, I've just been dealing with the baker. She's awesome. Uh, I would love to give her a shout-out, but... Keep her out some, here until she's ready yeah, to be on the show, all right? Maybe, maybe we'll have her on one day, but... <laughs> she, she sent a sample of uh, sourdough. Yeah. And when Delicious. you taste it, you're just like, okay, what the fuck? Like, you yeah. clearly brought the starter in with you. She's like, of course I did. It's like, I have, I have four, you know, four batches of starter. This one is, I think she said seven years old. And to a normal person, they'd be like, dude, you ate something from seven years. <laughs> Relax. The starter is like the, 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 the bacteria culture from like the yeast that they just start each batch of fresh sourdough with. Yeah, and it's like when I went to school, there was there was bakers that were very into that. They like held on to it, like there was the, it's, their it's, lifeblood. It's because, generational. Because to them, that yeah, that was to them, that was their resume. They go to a bake shop yeah. and feature like they did their thing. Yeah, you want to do that when you have a starter, you know, your sponge or whatever you want to call it. You just keep feeding it and baking with it. You keep it's, keep it going. And just to give anybody out there that's like, what you guys are saying sounds fucking disgusting. If you drink Guinness, if you drink Guinness every motherfucking St. Patrick's Day, guess what? That motherfucker was started, I think, when we went, it's 400 years old. And every batch comes from that original... That original wart or whatever they call that in in brewing. But it... Like, the mad science... Continues on. There is such thing for making beer as spit fermentation. That's a real thing. So I'm not saying which brewery has ever involved themselves in that, but that's a thing where you're, the way your saliva reacts, or I guess it creates its own yeast or flora, whatever it is, will actually start fermenting and, uh, with the grains and stuff like that. You actually create beer with it of course so i'm just so like there, it, that's probably been happening how long and there's you know, it, even even when making meads i've done a decent amount of research there are people who wait, keep, wait, wait. the one we're drinking like they'll, they'll, about they'll to tell me right now like <laughs> they'll they'll brew a batch and they'll set a bit aside <laughs> and they'll almost kind of dilute it down so it doesn't reach a point where the yeast die and they keep that as a living container of yeast to start their next mead because they know that that yeast strain developed the flavor that they like right. That's it, dude. Absolutely. That's like, um, what's the uh, kombucha? Yeah. It's so easy to make kombucha. You so can my, take one and just dump it in the juice. My <laughs> friend made his own kombucha. Yeah. He took the mother, he took our vinegar at the restaurant, poured it through, strained out the mother, and then I think it was like passion fruit, agave, ginger, something else. Yeah. And started the whole process, dude. This shit, you, we would weigh it down with like, uh, all right. So for people out there, the huge tomato, the huge tomato cans that we get in restaurants are ten pounds each, yep. right? Thank you. And you get six of them in a case. At one point, we had twelve cases sitting on oh top of this shit, holding it down, slow. and it's still like. In service, still oozing out. I just remember <laughs> grilling steaks and be like, Philippe, Philippe, look, 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 look. It's dripping, it's dripping. Because he had that it in like, so like, like, like the most, uh, he, we would keep it in the most humid spot in the, in the kitchen. In the kitchen. Temp, yeah. 
but it's like it's alive, it's alive. Look, 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 and it would just be dripping down like like an icicle. Dude, it was I love that. Fucking beautiful, dude. Hell yeah. We but you would drink that, and it definitely had alcohol in it. I don't know how it much. Does, it, that's a small percentage, probably like one two percent. Maybe no, 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 no. Like five percent, though, like beer. It was probably like a beer, but. The, you get the off of it too. I love it's it. not even the buzz. It's like the the culture and like yeah. the. the uh, it's like the probiotics. The maybe. probiotics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You could feel like the probiotics eating away in your in your belly, like <laughs> eat, eating like eating away all the all the bad stuff, like the fight going. Yeah, on. I love it. It's it's kind of cool to also think about where it's like, and I feel like it makes it sharing recipes not as kind of this old school where chefs like this is my recipe i'm gonna hold on to it for my whole life right. where it's like you, you can have the recipe you can't recreate it because you're missing it i feel like that's yeah there's it's a lot very of interesting that you, yeah. you put it that way because it's 100 percent true where you can have uh, you know uh, uh, two tablespoons of salt and, and you know yeah. four cups of both butter and whatever. Yeah, you know, steak with herbs and sear yeah. it. Like I'm gonna tell you to do this, you will not be able to do it the same way. Yeah. Let's think. Like we tell some average person to do it, they will not be able to do what we can do. You know, that steak and that recipe. No, but what he like to go to his point is that it's time, right? These yeah. bakers are taking. They just they have their starter. Yeah, yeah. it's existed for how long? Like, like they on, and their recipe, they might say add this much yeast, but to them, they're not adding yeast; they're adding the starter. And it's right, like a whole different flavor. Yeah. yeah, dude, I love that. That's freaking awesome. You know, you know what? Actually, the one recipe that I will always swear by, it's so good. I don't care what anybody says. <laughs> is, is Emerald's Essence? Emerald's Essence. Oh, yes, In like yes. the the first television book he came out with right. i remember getting it for christmas i think it was like a junior in high school yeah we're all, we're all. and i went to the dive and i'm like jake jake i, I got i got emerald's essence thing he's like ah you fucking idiot he's gonna be <laughs> he's gonna be selling it in stores soon I'm like, no, no, i got it it's in the it's in the book made it and he's like oh shit dog maybe we should start selling this in the stores yeah, yeah, I love it. <laughs> it's, it's funny that you bring that up because i can honestly say that's the first recipe i ever wrote down i went through high school we did everyone's essence yeah it was just a high school program and i was like we're going through it was my junior year it was it was kind of whatever at the time i was still learning english so like my reading comprehension wasn't that great but i remember the chef there frying off these chips and she's dusted it with this like spice mix and i'm tasting the chips I'm like what is this so i got her to write it down for me so it's the first recipe i ever actually like nice was emerald essence isn't recipe. it fire though yeah it was crazy it was good it's a ton of garlic all right i got you a ton of paprika paprika salt this is in order from it's basically it's sorry paprika salt garlic powder two tablespoons mm -hmm. then one tablespoon of the following black pepper onion powder cayenne pepper dried oregano dried thyme this is like a, a blackened seasoning in a way, right? A Creole. It's yeah. like uh, if you're bit, like yeah, yeah. if you See, follow TikTok now, the Danos guys. It's like one of those things where it's like you just, it's an all-purpose. Dude, you, know, you can use that on anything. You yeah. could put that on. You could put that in this whiskey. It would be. It still would taste good. Just rim it on the. Yeah, 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 yeah. Somebody <laughs> said they've been using this blend for twenty years and yeah. they still love it, and they haven't found anything better. These are comments on Food Network about. There is not. I will swear on anything that there's not other than putting smoked paprika instead of the the regular paprika there's nothing better as far as like a a, a regular rub. like like a general purpose like yeah. across rub. the board dude somebody's here five stars 
I've used this for years. Has been a staple since Emerald was skinny on life. Like on chips, on popcorn, yep. on steaks, Dude, on popcorn, everything. Shrimp, seafood, yes. crab duck, oil, duck, duck fried. Yeah, fried potatoes. Oh, dude, with that, it's fire because it's like, it's almost like um, the greatest home fries you've ever had. Oh, I love it. So we should talk. We should do this. Obviously, do like a poutine. Yes. Yes. We should talk real quick, just while we have the time. I know we've been going on. How? What, uh, how many hours? Twenty-three minutes. Oh, uh, we're trimming. Uh, we got to do. We got to <laughs> do at least five minutes because it's coming up. Yep. On, yeah, we'll close. On uh, closing with this one. What your favorite Thanksgiving shit is? Only because I'm not around next week. So like this will be. We could do one before Thanksgiving, but we should we should lead in, and especially because we have lamb here. Yeah, well, we should like lead in on like what your favorite sides are, all that other stuff. I I would just throw out there beforehand. I like. Um, the Traducan. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I've tried that twice now. Okay. It's pretty tremendous. I don't like the olives in the in like the oyster, the oyster stuffing in yeah. between one of them. But um, yeah. as far as like straight turkey, yeah. I'm a big believer in like taking the thighs off. Like I don't think you should cook the whole fucking thing. It's set two separate I, things. By the time yeah. the thighs are done, the breasts are destroyed. Yeah, yeah like Paul, Paul knows that I do this every year where I like to take. The thigh and the leg off, and yep. I'll debone and take all the like tendons and all that stuff out, and I'll make a roulade out of the leg portion for the dark okay. meat with like herbs and spices in the center, right. and then I'll cook the breast on its own, kind of right. separate. See, that so, sounds beautiful. Lambs, yeah. say, put your orders in now. 100. Yeah, definitely. Re- reach out, Chef Lamb Chops. Like, Chef Lamb yeah. Chops. Like, dude, email Chef Lamb Chops at gmail.com. Yeah, lamb without the B, though. Don't put the B. I won't yeah, get it. Don't get it twisted. Yeah. We got to talk about something else before before we before we tap out about yeah, dude. about the other lamb. Uh, you like that place? Yeah, it's uh. So it's one of my friends that owns it. So he's, right, we know him well. I, I I joked about it when he first opened the spot. I I sent him a message I'm like, "Hey man, how are you gonna name it after me and not hire me?" And he instantly offered me a job on the spot. Did he like, really? Yeah, and I was good. like, "Nah, I'm good, bro." <laughs> Dude, I'm not getting the restaurant, bro. Well, like he offered Dude. me the job there, and he has a new spot that he just opened up. The, the tapas. One, the one tapas bar. Yeah. Brand new spot. He's in soft open right now. And it was funny. He actually asked me to work there, too, and I was like, nah, nah. Dude, Dude people, he asked me what I was doing, too. Yeah. I was like, yeah, I'm good. If people from up north start going there, right? we need to get some royalties or some shit, because we talk about that fucking place. Dude. Every other episode. We talk about that place like Joe Rogan talks about elk. Dude, that's yeah, it. Yeah, talks yeah, about yeah. elk and his fucking mushroom pills. Whatever it is, dude. And obviously, we're on the same level. We gotta reach out to the owner and be like, yo, man, sponsorships, dog. Like, come on. Yeah, let's go. Dude, that's it, dude. No, what's dude, your favorite? What's your. Great. Yeah. What's your favorite? Um, like, what's your go to sides, though? Thanksgiving. Yeah. Back to Thanksgiving. Okay. Sorry, yeah. back to Thanksgiving. Yeah, never mind. A lot of people hate on Brussels sprouts. I really like Brussels Fuck sprouts. Fucking love Brussels sprouts. Well. Yeah. You, you roast like up this. little bacon fats. It's like nice. crispy, soft, okay. cooking outside, soft inside. Very, like, I feel that's like a sexy ingredient now, though. It is. Like yeah. when we were kids, it was like, ah, Brussels sprouts, they suck, blah, blah, blah. Now all of a sudden it's like, 
that they get deep fried whole and all that other stuff covered in bacon. And yeah, bacon. like or delicious. like remoulade and all. Dude, yes. Your play, um, what's her name? Lincoln Pin. Lincoln Pin does it. They have yeah. They have like I think it's called sexy Brussels sprouts. Yeah, <laughs> and it's like yeah. That that and like it's kind of weird to say, but like Yorkshire puddings, dude, like the bread. I like that instead of the rolls. Okay, if it's I, done right. If it's done right, I feel like it's a better texture. It's like not like a pancake, you know. It holds up well to the gravy and all that other stuff going on with the meal. That's cool. That's cool. I like that. You know what? For me, I think for me, it's been this is super nostalgic as a kid growing up, going to my grandma's house. Like, dude, she did the whole nine with the fresh stuffing and the turkey and the sweet potato or brown sugar, and then the regular potato, made scratch gravy, all these things. Would your grandmother put the stuffing in the turkey? Or is it dressing? Because the oh. dressing was not in dressing it, Dressing right? is a southern thing. This was stuffing. All right, so, so it was in the turkey. It was in the turkey. All right. Put Cooking it in the turkey. In, okay. Cooked in the turkey. So it was very saturated with the turkey juice. Yeah, I think we got to get back to that. Dude, it was one thing that was on that table that absolutely, I, like, the least amount of effort. What I loved was literally, dude, the canned, jellied... <laughs> like cranberry sauce. Really? Dude. You bust the slice <laughs> off. And it's like, yeah. It was correct. She 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 would do uh uh she would nanny would definitely do some fresh cranberry once in a while. Sure. But this one, dude, it was like the cranberry uh slided the Yeah, yeah, you could see the ridges sliced on a plate, dude. I was like, <laughs> I'm that, dude. I'm, no, like, I, I, like I, all this hard labored food, and I'm like, give me the canned cranberry. I, I, I get that because I've had fresh, and I'm also like, yo, where'd I can stuff at? Like, <laughs> dude, yes. like fresh, you have to do 90 percent sugar before yeah, it yeah. actually tastes. You can eat it. Uh, I, I all like my favorite thing in the world is stuffing. I love stuffing, dude. Stuffing on a sandwich. That's yeah. that's yeah. that's the fucking game oh. changer. Oh. When, when so I learned it from this other fucking. I love him, but he's an asshole. But I, I learned it from him, but I took it to the Cranford Hotel. And right. all we would do is, yo, what are you going to do with this bread from the day before? Bread crumbs or throw it out? Yo, just make some motherfucking stuffing. Stop. So we, we would run the day after Thanksgiving sandwich, right? Sell a million of them. Dude, they're the best. Sausage, apples. Oh. It was like... That, that was always my favorite balance was like, right. you need the fatty sausage. Now, and now, now, now was it like a yep. proper, or was it like kind of shit on shingle where it's like gravy over the top? Kind of no, 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 like no. So, on on so the way that we would do it was we would change it twice a year, but it was always, uh, it was either cranberry, cranberry mayo or sage mayo. And then one half of the year we would make cranberry uh, chutney. Sun-dried, oh, I'm sorry, sun-dried cherry chutney, or sun-dried cranberry chutney. So when we had that in house, we go to the sage mayo and then put the oh, cranberry chutney oh, on it. That sounds amazing. Jesus. Right. It was so good. And it was so easy, too, because it was uh, turkey, sliced turkey, you, yep. you know, your deli, you know, yep. Thuman's boar's head, whatever. Slice that, put it on the sizzle, put it on the um, sizzle. <laughs> put it, you put it on the plate, put the stuffing on it. Put the chutney, throw it in the microwave. Yep. Get it hot. Put it on the bread, and then the brown gravy on the side. Oh. And these motherfuckers, like, it, don't get me wrong, it was great. It was really great, especially if you're hungover. But like, we would sell that 
so much in like the summer sitting outside like that was like your answer to like a kentucky hot brown or or whatever <laughs> yeah, whatever other yeah, sandwiches yeah. were going on yeah but stuffing i always love stuffing stuffing is a huge one for me it's funny you were talking about the the stuffing in the bird i remember being a little kid and like i don't know if they cooked cooked it the whole time from raw but i do remember like stuffing being pulled out pulled of the turkey out of I think at my is. grandparents' house, and then I remember it going away. It wasn't crispy. It so, wasn't crispy. Yeah, it was like gooey, gooey shit. Yes, fucking like like oyster, like yeah. almost like the the consistency of oyster. Like it was yeah. like it was definitely wet. wetter. Yes, yeah. it's like a savory bread pudding almost. Yeah, yeah, it's so good. It, I love it. So so it's weird, how, like hearing you guys talk about this because I I grew up. Coming to yes, my parents never celebrated Thanksgiving. Right, they celebrated of, Thanksgiving. What <laughs> tell, tell everybody just so just so everybody understands. Like, obviously, you speak perfect English, but what year did you come here? How old were uh, you? I think it was ninety six. I was like six or seven. So it's like yeah, I was still young, but like my parents came here, kind of like they came came over they worked in a, a sewing like sweatshop situation in the u.s which is weird right you sure. think like that happens in vietnam but like nah they did it here <laughs> right, right, right. yeah when you're used to uh, it's familiar and, yeah and then they they instantly went into like the nail salon biz which is kind of stereotypical that's a big money yeah. thing yeah. you guys drive around in maserati but, and bentley so, you know, a year later. so they're, work, they're working yeah, like six, they're working six seven days a week so they haven't really did Eight holidays week, so it's more or less once i got into cooking i started like wanting to show them like the different like american holidays and the different right. foods so i would uh my dad never up for a good 20 25 years he's been over never had a proper thanksgiving dinner until he visited me last year and i did the the full work really? everything all the sides desserts, yeah, everything. did he like it he I, I made him play he looked at it, he's like this is just like in the movies and he was eating he's like this is amazing <laughs> that's awesome and, and, so happy you did that for your and, dad dude. That's and like awesome. he he, he definitely tear up a little here and he he kind of like got emotional because he's like it Good. sucks that like your brother and your mom still in florida they don't get to taste this so i have a proper like commercial vacuum sealer and all that stuff so i, I made sure i sorted out a way for like with reheating instructions I'm like hey bring, bring this down to florida like yeah. sort it out for them like i want them to experience this like, yeah just keep like, it cold vacuum pack it because i'm like they help like they didn't encourage me to go into cooking because you know their Asian parents are like, why not be a doctor? Come on, they weren't as harsh as most Asian parents where they're like, they saw that I had a passion for it, so they're right. like, go for this. This is what you want to do. Just like, that's, do it. that's fantastic. You can do whatever. Isn't you it want, weird too that like you want that like you like Asian food is so popular here, right? But it's also it's like it's not the uh it's not like the royalty of like like the Fran like the french style and like like that that um that pop style like everybody in the united states because of bourdain is like i want to eat in the streets with fucking motorcycles like <laughs> ripping past me he made it very popular yeah. I feel like like to go to like those like those spots in the city of just like sitting down, getting a bowl of pho, and just fucking it's tearing it apart and being like, dude, this is some of the best food in the fucking dude, world. The freshest you're gonna get that cilantro is picked off the curb. Yeah, but it's uh, not like yeah. going, it's not like sitting there and like, uh, 
like um, in like a market, like Versailles, or like uh, like somewhere where yeah. you just and, and and that's kind of where like the inner struggle for me on the food scene is because I'm classically French trained. But then I have this Vietnamese kind of background. Right. Well, it's Vietnamese, French. But, French, I, I, like but the, the problem is, like, a lot of the comfort dishes for me was my mom's attempt at American food. So this is, like, Vietnamese bastardized American food. Like, for her, mac and cheese wasn't a, like, kind of gelled, gelled up cheese sauce. Right. She made it as if it was, like, a soup bowl. Okay. So, so it's like liquid soup. Yeah, very, broth? very liquidy, brothy really? kind of cheese. Yeah, that's interesting. And, and it's it's definitely became more popular now. Like there's a Chinese and a Korean version where it's like for them it's more American soldiers describing the stuff to Chinese right. and they're Korean like, cooks. Sure. And they're trying to recreate it. But it's not like a bechamel. It's almost like a yeah, thinner, yeah. right? Yeah. Thinner, like a thinner, heavy that's broth. Crazy. And I lo- that's so. That's and and, and it's kind of like I, I hope one day that like that kind of cuisine will pick up in the U.S. Right now, it's still kind of like you have to know someone who grew up in that kind of condition to kind of get access to these dishes. Right. So what do you like? It's when you think of 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 and and. Don't listen to either. Like, don't even like. Look. <laughs> yeah, but I just answer the question. Uh, yeah, 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 no, no. Okay. What is what is uh, the Vietnamese what, growing up there? What 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 would you say are the classic American dishes besides macaroni and cheese? Like, because I always when I hear people from the outside think it's like I don't even want to say that. I, well, is it like hamburgers and so 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 so, so that's that's the thing. It's like. Almost every Asian country you go to, America's known for burgers. Okay. But every kind of like franchise burger place or burger shop in the Asian countries, there's just a slightly Asian spin on it. Like I went to a Carl's Jr. in Vietnam. They didn't do like beef burgers. They did pork burgers. Okay. And they had like the Hawaiian burger. Soy sauce. It was like a, a sweet soy sauce, kind of like glaze, and it's grilled pineapple, and it's a pork burger, so it's like that crispy outside, just fatty. That's wild. And and it was kind of weird to like I went to Thailand and I had a Jack Daniels burger in Thailand, which is a very American <laughs> thing. Do they and I love Jack Daniels over they, there. They love it over there. And I've never like chilies, like the chilies barbecue Dude. Jack Daniels thing. Yeah, okay. that's like the thing. And like I never see a Jack Daniels burger in Burger King in America. That's it, it kind of weirded me out a little. It's almost like the best fried chicken I've ever had was from a McDonald's in Thailand. That makes sense though. Mc- Donald's, but that makes fried sense. Chicken in Thailand, yeah, because like that Korean, you that think, Korean fried chicken is way better than the shit that we serve. Oh, dude, I love Korean fried chicken. So, um, so like, that's imagine, another episode for so, sure. So, yeah, like, yeah. imagine almost like the Colonel style, like American style flavors, but like the crispiness, the texture of like Korean fried chicken. See, that would right. win because yeah. it's not about breading. It's just a spice and yeah. then getting the skin yeah, yeah. rendered down like, to What's that Korean fried chicken place by the uh total wine? It's uh it's not Kyochan. Uh Banchan. Banchan chicken. Yeah. So we so, gotta take a trip there and I think we need to do a little vlogging. What is that video? Uh, honestly though video of us it, going it, there. Isn't it like a it, there's a lot of steps to it, right? Because it There you go. Finally <laughs> got that. Sorry, we got a fruit fly there. <laughs> it's just been haunting us this whole night. No, he's still there. <laughs> it's uh 
I don't know. I, for some reason, the, chi the the Korean fried chicken, I feel it gets crispier as it cools down as opposed to like yes. soggy. Yes. I don't know what it is. It's like a weird science thing going on. Potato starch, corn starch. Probably. I, I thought it had to do, it's like the way we do duck. Like you render slowly to get all the fat out. We had a Friendsgiving on Friday that this this fly was still doing the same thing. <laughs> um, Dude, I love it. No, I, I, I love the, the Brussels sprout thing. I love the, the, the thing that I was going to bring up is what I want to do this year because we have uh, Super G down the road. I want to do Lamb's Kitchen's green beans. Oh, with the pork, the because uh, we always, pork. yeah, we always like all oh, green beans, uh, dude, almonds, yeah. garlic, lemon. Lamb's kitchen, dude. Okay. Thanksgiving, like food. okay. Honestly, maybe we drop a line to our boy. Maybe or, get up in there. Maybe, maybe hook us up. I don't know. We'll, let's talk oh, about. Well, let's we'll let's, see, we'll let's see. talk first. You gotta go to the sushi well, place well, too. It'll, 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 yeah. If we do this, there'll definitely be some pictures on the well, Instagram. I'm picking that up, right? Yeah. So. Last week we do an episode with uh, Chris Conklin. We blast out an episode. Yes. We blast out an episode. Then we go to some some sushi. Somi sushi. Somi sushi. Yo, I got that pork thing, dude. It was outrageous. Their sushi was so good. I should have just got what Liddy got, like like a dude, ton of sushi. Rolls, but how was how was dude the spread the the bowl? So I got a bento box. Yeah. It was so good. The only thing was, like, they they're they're trying like apple, like an apple chutney or whatever. It just felt Amer. It was like too American. Oh, I didn't yeah, get that. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. I didn't, I didn't get. It was I like the, totally different. the dipping. The dipping thing was like. So there's a apple cinnamon. The pork. No, so so there is a. Um, like, I got a schnitzel <laughs> like like that. Yeah, it's a pork yeah. cutlet, yeah. and then there's a. It's like this uh, katsu barbecue. Thing. Oh, it's the the, the, the fruit based sauce. Yes, that's it's like, pear. Yeah, I think it's a pear barbecue. It's, it's a katsu. It's a Japanese style, right? A uh, barbecue sauce. Yeah, that's what I had with that. The, I don't like that it, was that was the only thing. So out next world, it was very different. Uh, it wasn't bad. No, I just didn't like it because I was expecting like some other stuff. Like an American, I was expecting like, oh, I need teriyaki soy based. <laughs> no katsu. Yeah, it, it's funny because like even in Japan, they their their go to brand is bulldog sauce, and it's it's made of all veggies, and people get weird about it. It's like slightly sweet, slightly sour, and it's like their go to sauce yeah. for all these like fried right. cutlets and fried chicken yeah. and stuff. We're actually gonna head over there right now, pick up food every home. Fuck yeah, I'm on the grill. So, man, thank you so much for joining us. This isn't he. Th this isn't a, this, a one time. This thing. ain't oh, the last this, time. This you, is like <laughs> one of a five part series, and yeah. we start another one. No, because people out there, they the, the <laughs> they people need, that know us know. Like this yeah. is really like they need some. You're like you're like yeah, like, a, like I'm a fan of the show too. Wheel. Like I, I'm a fan of the show too. I listen right. to the show. I hear my name pop up, and I'm like, I gotta get in there. <laughs> Dude, finally, yeah. you keep talking about me. I might as well start talking on this show. We got. Plus, I gotta give a, an, another shout out. First of all, happy birthday, Shaq. Dude, happy, right, birthday, happy birthday, Shaq. Man. If you're happy, second you know, of all, <laughs> second of all, Lamb is the Lamb's the the bridge to Shaq. I would yeah. never fucking Dude, know him. 
Dude, I'm, I'm very grateful for our friendships and like this circle of this tightness circle of like all of us being yes. each other and how we're like webbing together. Yes. And how it is in the food industry and that's something I'm grateful for. It's it's Absolutely. it's very it's very uh, good. It's also very weird because like the city's so little. So little. I mean, this is like a huge town, but it's like we know each other, but we figure each other out. Yeah, but uh, but especially in food. Yeah. Like I remember thinking like in in New York. Like, like, okay, I met, um, I grew up with this guy, Kevin, and he became a big fucking player in, yeah. in the, the New York food scene. Not, not millionaire, not anything like that. Just, he was very talented, very good. Worked for David, uh, David Chang for a while. Right. Super cool. So it's like, he became a big player. And then I would meet people and be like, yeah, that's, that's my guy. Like he grew up on the river. We used to play hockey in front of his house. Like, oh yeah. And then. Him and his wife opened up this restaurant. I remember, you know, us shooting shit for one day, and then I would meet people, and they'd be like, "Oh, you know this person now? You know this person now? Do you know?" And they they mentioned like big names, and I'm right. like, "I'm just friends with Kevin. We'll just call him Kevin yeah. P." They're like, "Oh, you know him?" I'm like, "Yeah, I grew up with him. Like, it's my guy. Like, we're cool." They're like, "Oh, then you're cool, dude." They're like, "Then you could come here, or like you." Come to come, come to this come to this screening or, go, or yeah, whatever. whatever come, to, come to whatever, and it's like, yeah, see, like, I love it. You just need a couple ins in yeah. Charlotte. Forget it, dude. The three of us, we fucking <laughs> know, like, we know like seventy five percent of the scene. Yeah. Dude, I love I, it, man. Lamb, dude, I, thank you again, brother. Dude, any anytime, anytime, man. Dude, hell yeah. So like, we'll definitely pick up another show with you. Always an always an open invite to you. Dude, one hundred percent, guys. Not that big shout out to our, our number one fans, which are everybody that listens. Absolutely, thank you for supporting us. We love you all. Dude, hell yeah, PCChefs at gmail.com or check out the Instagram, PCChefs. Share the show. Share the show. You know, definitely, we're excited to get the next one out. Again, Lamp, thank you, brother. And it's hot, man. Yeah. Glad to be here. All right, Chris, have a good night, brother. This was great. See y'all.